Hare Krishna everyone, we are continuing to read the teachings of Lord Kapila, the book by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, Chapter 17. Hmm. Continuing. At the time of death there are many troubles and we become very fearful. Sometimes when a person is dying he falls into a coma and lies unconscious. We do not know what kind of fearful test this person is undergoing. He may be dreaming so many things or he may be crying. He cannot express what is going on. Those who are very sinful especially die in that way. After death, one has to enter into the womb of another mother. That is also a very fearful stage. One becomes packed in a bag and this bag is filled with stool and urine and one has to remain packed in this airtight bag for nine months. This is a horrible situation, but we have forgotten all about it. Therefore, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that our real trouble is Janma Mrityu, birth and death. When the living entity is packed in the womb, unable to move, he prays to the Lord. Please, relieve me from this horrible condition. If you relieve me, I shall worship you. Finally, after nine months, the living entity emerges from the womb. And then he also undergoes so many troubles, trying to adjust to the atmosphere of a new planet. As an infant, he cries and cries and he is totally dependent on his mother's mercy. Sometimes a mother cannot understand what the child wants. Sometimes an ant may be biting the child, but the mother thinks that the child is hungry. There are bugs, worms, mosquitoes, stool, urine and so many things attacking the new body. These are the threefold miseries, yet we think that we have made such progress. We are being attacked moment after moment by one thing after another. Yet people close their eyes to birth, old age, disease and death. The atheists want to forget these miseries and therefore they like to think that there is no life after death. They're like ostriches, ostriches who stick their head in the ground when an enemy approaches. Although the living entity in the womb promises to worship Krishna when he is delivered from the womb, he does not fulfill his promise. As soon as he is born and grows up, he begins to acquire a good, good bank balance, a wife and children, and then begins to think that his problems are solved and that he will live very happily. Actually, his problems are not solved. He may have some temporary facilities, but the main problem is still there. 
every minute, every second, people are dying and going to Yamaraj. Those who are living are thinking that they will not die. They see that their friends are dying, but somehow rather they think that they are eternal. Yudhishthira Maharaj said that this was the most amazing thing in the world. No one thinks that he's going to die, although everyone else is dying. The living entity thinks that he is very happy in whatever body he gets. He may get the body of a dog or the body of a cat, but he's happy in his body and he does not want to lose it. This is called uh, illusion. When an ant sees danger, he will run like anything. This is because he values his body and doesn't want to lose it. Once Lord Indra, the king of the heavenly planets, was cursed by Brihaspati to become a hog. He was going about on earth, enjoying his hog body, when finally Lord Brahma came and told him, My dear Indra, you have suffered enough. Now come with me and return to your heavenly kingdom. Indra, in the form of a hog, said, Where shall I go? To the heavens, Lord Brahma replied. It was then that Indra said, no, I have my family and children. How can I go? I am very happy. Let me remain here. In this way, everyone is thinking that he is very happy, although he is in a horrible and fearsome condition. However, one who is actually intelligent can understand that he is not actually happy, but he is suffering. It is said that ignorance is bliss, but this is the bliss of a hog. When one is actually when one actually comes to the understanding that he is not actually happy in the material world, he can begin to relieve relieve to relieve his suffering, meaning to become free from the suffering. There's no possibility of being liberated from suffering without taking shelter at Krishna's lotus feet. People are thinking that they can relieve suffering through abortion by killing the child within the womb. In this way, they're committing one sin another and becoming more and more entangled. Consequently, the aborted living entity will have to enter into the womb of another mother in order to undergo the birth that he is destined to take. Then when he enters the womb of another mother, he may again be killed and for many years he may not be allowed to see the light of the sun. In this Kali Yuga, people are becoming so sinful that there is no possibility of rescue unless one takes to Krishna consciousness. 
the entire human civilization is falling into the illusory fire of Maya. People fly into that fire just like moths. When there is a beautiful fire, moths come from a long distance, enter it and go pop, pop, pop. In this way one dies, takes birth and suffers and dies again. Yet Krishna and his devotees are so kind and compassionate that they are unhappy to see all the misery of this material world. Krishna is the father of all living entities and he is very unhappy, unhappy to see his sons suffer. Krishna therefore comes and canvasses why are you captivated by this false so-called happiness? Give up all of this and surrender to me. Come to me and I will relieve you. You will then live happily, eternally, blissfully. You will not have any want nor will you be troubled by anything. For this reason, Krishna comes. Actually, he was no. Actually, he has no other business to carry out here, because his agent Prakriti does everything. Nonetheless, out of compassion, Krishna comes in his original form, or in an incarnation like Kapila Deva. Krishna also sends his representative, who says, You rascal, simply take shelter of Krishna and be happy. Krishna comes once in a day of Brahma, and his incarnations also come to educate foolish people who think that they are living happily on this earth. Kapiladeva comes to propound this Sankhya philosophy, which is unalloyed devotion to the Lord. Herein, Kapiladeva says that one is condemned to death unless he takes shelter of the Lord. There is no other way to be saved. We are all in a very fearful condition very fearful situation, but we do not understand this. Under the spell of Maya, we are thinking we are very happy, but this is not a fact. If we want relief, if we want relief from our dangerous situation, we have to surrender to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and revive our old connection with Him. What is that connection? We are all His eternal servants. We should not foolishly think that we can become one with God or equal to Him. This is all the beginning of rascaldom. 
The beginning of knowledge is to understand that we are the eternal sons and servants of Krishna. There's no difference between a son and a servant. The son serves the father just as the servant serves the master. There is affection between master and servant and son and father. The father also serves the son in so many ways. Therefore, the relationship is reciprocal. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has defined our original Svarupa, our original identity, as that of eternal servant. People are artificially thinking, I am independent, I am no one's servant, I have become God, I have become Brahman, or I have become Bhagavan, I'm this or I'm that. In the material world, it is not very pleasant to be a servant of anyone. We think that being God's servant is like that because we are materially infected. We are thinking that being a servant of God is like being a servant of some man. But in the spiritual world, the servant and the served are the same. For instance, the Guru is the servant of Krishna, but he is accepted as Krishna. Sakshadhari Tvina Samasta Shastrayar Yukta Stadha Bhavyata Eva Sanbi Kinto Praburya Priya Eva Tasya Vande Guru Shri Charanaravindam Quote, the spiritual master is to be honored as much as the Supreme Lord, because he is the most confidential servitor of the Lord. This is acknowledged in all revealed scriptures and followed by all authorities. Therefore, I offer my respectful obeisances unto the lotus feet of such a spiritual master, who is a bona fide representative of Sri Hari Krishna. Unquote. Guruvashtaka, verse 7. This is the verdict of all Shastras. The Guru never says, I am Krishna, I am God, I am Bhagavan. Rather, the Guru says, I am the most humble servant of the servant of the servant of God. He does not even say that he is the direct servant. Rather, he is the servant 100 times removed. Gopi Bhartu Patakamala Yordasa Dasa Anudasaha. We should not try to become direct servants, for that is not possible. First of all, we must become the servant of the servant. The Guru is the servant of Krishna. And if we become his servant, we become an actual, bona fide servant. That is our real position. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu prays. And we shall read tomorrow. What is the way? 
keep praying. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.